What's up, sports fans, and welcome back to another episode of Football Fanatics here on the Final Timeout Sports Podcast. I am Forbes, joined by my co-host, as always, Fernando. On this sixth episode of Football Fanatics, we are going to be talking about the NFC West with our reigning Super Bowl champs, the LA Rams. I think that our our top and bottom uh, teams are looking pretty similar, and the Rams coming in first again in this division, and, and the Seahawks coming in last uh, without Russell Wilson. But you have the 49ers coming in second with the Cardinals in third. What about the 49ers this season makes you think that they're going to come in second in this division? Well, so right off the bat, um, we're talking about a 49ers, you know, defense that's absolutely insane. Yeah. You know, give them top three spot, in my opinion. And, you know, the biggest the biggest difference is, of course, you know, Trey Lance is now their guy. You know, they said officially yesterday that they're moving on from Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy G um, so I mean it's really it's really up to Trey Lance um, to take this you know this 49ers team to the postseason and you know kind of you know match what they did last year you know making it to the NFC championship just following falling sorry short uh, to the LA Rams that went on to win the Super Bowl um, but like my biggest thing Forbes is like you know Jimmy G really didn't have to didn't have to do all that to take his team that far. You know, the biggest the biggest thing for me was definitely that NFC division game um, against the Packers. I thought that, you know, it was so freaking cold. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers struggled um, a bit, you know, which is, which is rare to see. But, like, it was just that kind of weather. But, like, Jimmy G really didn't do anything that game. You know, they had that blocked... Um, that blocked punt that put them in a great position. Um, and it's just like, I believe in this kid, you know? I think that they also do too. Um, I think Shanahan has the experience. And, you know, if he sees something in a kid, like, you know, hopefully hopefully he can step up and be that dual threat at the quarterback position that they need. And, you know, looking at their roster, um, uh, Raheem Mostert, they did deal. Um, but they have, you know, young Elijah Mitchell, who's awesome in my opinion, uh, great running back, young, looking for him to step up into this, you know, um, RB1 slot, you know, Debo Samuel, I think there's, you know, the massive question marks around him, like, is he staying in San Francisco? If he is, you know, the rest of the division's gotta, gotta be prepared for the him, because, like, you know, whether he's, you know, halfback, or whether he's, you know, wide receiver, wildcat, whatever, this guy's a freaking problem, you know? And if he can get good chemistry with Trey Lance, you know, assuming he stays, this team will be dangerous for sure. And, you know, I also rate, you know, Brandon Ayuk. I think he's he's pretty solid. You know, they got George Kittle, one of, you know, definitely top three, um, if not top two, tight end in this game. Um, I love watching him play. And they also have... uh, if I can know Tyler Croft, um, where was he from? Cincinnati, I believe. And, you know, at the fullback position, Kyle Juszczyk. So, I mean, this this offense could be the perfect complement to this, you know, top, top defense in this league. I think that um, they could definitely, you know, catch momentum toward the late part of the season. And, you know, this team could easily could easily surpass the Rams in the postseason if, if they're, you know, clicking on all on all cylinders here. Um, so you have them at third, Forbes. What 
what do you what do you have to say in the San Francisco? I mean, obviously there are questions about Trey Lance, you know, is Debo staying, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I have three kind of big questions about the 49ers, and they really all have to do with their offense. Um, like you touched on, Trey Lance, given the, the keys to the franchise car, and uh, he hasn't fully shown what, you know, a top 10 pick should be showing or what we hope um, he would be showing. He's got a lot of room to grow, improvements to make. He definitely isn't there as a passer yet, so I think it's going to kind of take part of the season for him to – to figure it out. Um, so I have them kind of struggling in the beginning of the season. Um, they have a stretch against Broncos, Rams, um, Panthers, Falcons, then Chiefs, Rams, Chargers, Cardinals. Those are all, um, you know, six of eight. They're going to be pretty tough games, pretty tough stretch. Um, I do have them figuring it out towards the end of the season. I have them finishing strong um, and finishing with a nine and eight record, which is, you know, under their uh, projected. 10 wins this season. Um, but yeah, my biggest, the biggest question mark is, is around Trey Lance and can he, you know, command this offense? Um, obviously they've got the guys around him, um, to, to be able to, to be something special. Um, yeah. Is Debo going to be there? It doesn't seem like he wants to be in San Francisco and I honestly don't see him, uh, playing whether he's on the roster and just holds out. Uh, or does end up getting a deal done. I don't think he plays for the 49ers this season. So I think that could be detrimental because after that, yeah, you have Brandon Ayuk, who uh, I think was a pretty monumental letdown last year. Um, you know, they were kind of expecting him to be a pretty solid wide receiver too. Um, you know, if they have uh, Debo in the slot or in the backfield, then they can have Ayuk as a legit wide receiver one out there so that he can, you know, better complement Debo. So without Debo, I think they're in a lot of trouble when it comes to the receiver position. Obviously, they have George Kittle. I'd say, yeah, second best tight end in the league. Uh, behind Kelsey, they got Kyle Juszczyk, shout out. Uh, Harvard, best running back or fullback in the game. So that he's big on, on blocking and, and short yardage. Um, and he's going to be able to help out this fairly young backfield, which is... My last kind of question mark for this team, they that this can be a very talented uh, running back room. Probably be Elijah Mitchell as the number one back, but it could be very well uh, be you know a, a running back by committee um, team. Obviously, Elijah Mitchell had a really strong season last year, but he struggled to actually stay on the field. He only played in eleven games, and he's already entering this uh, training camp as questionable. Uh, they had Trey Sermon out of Ohio State, who they needed him to step up at times, and he was able to do that. Um, but he also got concussed, got injured a couple times. So, uh, you know, they have Jeff Wilson Jr., who's kind of a career guy, or I think he's a five-year veteran, you know, never really put a plus, I think, 800-yard season together. So he's not going to be the guy uh, to lead that backfield. He'll probably be, if anything, just a, a veteran presence. And, and then they, they drafted this guy... <laughs> Tyrion Davis Price, a little, uh, little throne shout out, um, <laughs> but out of uh, out of LSU and uh, LSU definitely has a, a history of producing some pretty solid uh, running backs, so that that could definitely uh, be helpful. So those are big kind of three big question marks for uh, for that offense. Um, they got a pretty solid offensive line when Trent Williams is healthy, and I mean, 
someone his size should not be able to move like that. Uh, and I remember watching one package for the 49ers, and it was um, it was Trent uh, Williams as the up back, and they had him coming in motion. So he got a running start to go out uh, and block on the outside for, I think, a, a Debo run. And when you can have, uh, you know, a guy moving like that and laying the hits that he is, um, you know, that's going to do some great things for your offense if you've got some guys who can actually run the ball behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, you look at their defense, yeah, probably top three in the league. Um, be awesome, I think, if D Ford could stay healthy and play maybe eight-plus games for them. Obviously, you know, he's um, had injury uh, problems in the past, missed a lot of games. Um, not fully finished a lot of seasons and stuff. So that'll be big for them. Nick Bosa, 15 and a half sacks last year, 52 tackles, four forced fumbles. Um, you know, he's definitely going to try and come back and uh, with another monster year. Um, Eric Armstead, another force on that D line. Fred Warner's that kind of commander back there in the second level at middle linebacker. Um, they, uh, they added, uh, Traverius Ward to their secondary, which is definitely big, uh, uh, that was a, a place that they struggled a little bit um, last year, kind of the one aspect of their their defense that they kind of needed improvement. So um, that was a good thing that for them to kind of go out and address this offseason. So the biggest things kind of for the 49ers are going to be, can Trey Lance really lead a offense that stays healthy with, you know, the the weapons that, it should have, i.e. Debo and healthy running backs. So that, that'll be kind of the biggest thing. Um, this is definitely going to be a really competitive division. Um, you know, personally, I have the Rams going 12 and five, going above that, uh, that 10 and a half game, uh, projection. Um, and then I got the Cardinals next going 10 and seven and, and the 49ers nine and eight. I have two, maybe three teams from this division making the playoffs like last year. So, mm-hmm. um, definitely going to be a really competitive division and, and one to, that will actually be exciting to watch and like, you know, NFC East of, uh, of last episode. So when we talk, let's, let's talk a little bit about the Cardinals, you know, Deandre Hopkins suspension, um, new uh kyler murray contract getting marquise brown where do you want to start with them Ooh, i guess there's a a whole lot but we can first talk about a bit um the kyler contract um thoughts on that i mean for me i think he's an unbelievable talent um you know who who still has a lot to prove um you know in a number of areas but the one thing that I want to highlight is is the aspect of the film. Isn't isn't that kind of funny, Forbes? That he has to he has to watch four weeks weeks Jesus four hours of film a week. Um, <laughs> like that's just not mandatory, just on his own. Yeah, it's pretty nuts um, to have something like that included in a contract that a max contract that you're giving to your franchise quarterback. I mean, I feel like if you're giving that type of deal to somebody, the expectation is that they're going to be working their ass off and doing everything necessary um, to win games and, and prove that, you know, it's money well spent. Um, and there's the fact that I think it was 2021, Kyler Murray was, I even said, you know, I don't really watch film that much. Um, I 
I think you talked about how he can kind of retrospectively look at the game and um, make adjustments um, from week to week without necessarily, uh, I think he said, like killing himself watching film, um, which maybe more people in the uh, in the Cardinals organization paid attention to than he would have liked. But it's definitely a weird thing to add into a, a, a contract. Um, you know, it's four hours a week of, during the season, excluding a bye week of, you know, non-mandatory and non-team film sessions. So it's not a crazy thing. It's just funny. It's, it's just funny and it's odd that, you know, your your franchise feels like they they have the need to check your homework. Yeah. yeah. Um, so on, on top of that, what, what else do you got for me for the Cardinals? No, so yeah, I mean, the biggest things with the Cardinals, I think, is that we got to look at the fact that you know, DeAndre Hopkins is not going to be there for the first six games of the yeah. season. Um, and for me, that's a massive red flag because, like, let's take a quick glance at their their schedule to start off. They got the Chiefs, then the Raiders, then the Rams, then followed by the Panthers, then the Eagles, and then the Seahawks, who <laughs> I don't think will be much of an issue. But, I mean, looking last year, Arizona went 1-4, and four, including in the playoffs. You know, after DeAndre Hopkins, you know, three-team All-Pro, first-teamer, went down with that uh, knee injury that required surgery. So, I mean, I'd be nervous for the Cardinals to start off this season, to be honest. And if you also um, keep into account that they dealt Christian Kirk and Chase Edmonds, two key components of this team, um, you know, they obviously added Daryl Williams, you know, from Kansas City as a compliment to James Conner. And also uh, Marquise Brown, uh, the wide receiver position from Baltimore. But, like, you know, they're going to need second-year Rondale Moore to step up big. But, like, you know, th- this you know this this early stretch for the Cardinals surely will not be like last year mm-hmm. um, without D-Hop. I mean, that dude, that dude can play. Um, honestly, uh, best hands in the game. Yeah. I would say, no doubt. Um, and you know what? Like... I don't I don't rate Kyler like I do Mahomes, Josh Allen and Lamar when it comes to when it comes to scrambling, dude. Like this guy honestly not to not to be uh not to be mean, but like this dude's a little short. Um like sometimes it's like he can't see over his O-line or the D-line where they got their hands up cuz like he just like starts puts his head down, is like scrambling without looking, you know, downfield unlike these other, you know, top rush running quarterbacks like like I just mentioned and like that's a that's an issue and he's gotta he's gotta read the blitz better and I think you know maybe maybe this film uh will help um you know be a positive externality on that front but I mean I see I see this Cardinals team struggling early I think that they definitely um will pick up speed towards the towards the end of the season or the sorry the latter stretch when they get D-Hop back in the picture but, you know, Kyler's going to have to step up big time and make plays for this football team. You know, their defense is, they do have a strong defense. They have some some notable guys in there, you know. Obviously, they got J.J. Watt um, and Buda Baker. But, like, it's it's really going to go down to the, you know, fancily paid uh, Kyler Murray to, to make this team win some games. Um, but, I mean, you have them coming in second. I have them coming in third, like you said. Um Perhaps three teams in this division will make the playoffs. I have them as that fringe team coming in at nine and eight. Uh, what do you what do you see as the uh, the future prospects 
for this Arizona Cardinals team. Yeah, I, I definitely agree that those first six games are going to be tough. Uh, I could see them coming out there three and three at five hundred, or even potentially two and four. Um, they could start out lost to the Chiefs, lost to the Raiders, lost to the Rams potentially. Um, probably going to beat the Panthers and the Seahawks. Who knows that that Philly game could be a tough one. So um, they could almost start the the, the season when they get D Hop back, kind of behind. Um, but it, it certainly won't be their their seven and zero season that, that they um, jumped out to last year. They do have a lot of weapons around um, Kyler that they can help out in the absence of D Hop. Um, obviously, they got Marquise Brown from the Ravens to help with that stretch, you know, and beyond to to add to that kind of solid receiving core. Um, they have that veteran AJ Green, who granted, um, you know isn't the the aj green of old but um he's a solid a solid receiver he's a good target he's a tall big guy um can go up and and uh you know grab passes when he actually (laughs) knows to look for the ball um but it's gonna be tough uh yeah i agree rondell moore is gonna need to step up um james connor in that backfield is gonna have to play really well um i love the fact that uh, zach Ertz kind of had a, a resurgency in his uh, career a little bit since coming to Arizona. He's been uh, a great kind of consistent um, target for Kyler Murray. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray, I, I think that second best, uh, I mean, could be arguably best uh, quarterback in this division, um, depending on how you rate, you know, Stafford. But um, he got paid, he got his money. I do agree with your comments about him scrambling. He doesn't necessarily look downfield. He kind of looks frantic, like he's looking around for the other defenders, and yeah, not an option um, downfield. Kind of looks like the like he's a toddler that has something <laughs> that, that he that he shouldn't, and his mom's chasing him or something. Um, so granted, yeah, it doesn't help that he's pretty short, uh, but he's a solid quarterback. I mean, through the first half of the season last year, he was in the MVP conversation. Yeah, it was definitely tough when um, they uh, they lost D Hop down that at the end of that stretch. Um, you know, they I think end of last season they um, lost four or five down the down the stretch, and then the Super Bowl. Uh, sorry, they they lost the wild card game to the Super Bowl champs, um, who they split games with during the season. So, you know, they their offense is going to need to step up those first six whooped. games. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they had a pretty tough game, um, but you know you also mentioned their defense, and I think if their defense can kind of support them through those first six games, they're gonna have a pretty good chance uh, to come in second in this division. I, I don't think anyone's uh, you know catching up to the Rams. Um, ideally, you know a, a healthy JJ Watt would be pretty massive. Buda Baker, like you mentioned, I mean he's one of the best free safeties in the league. Um, I think, you know, second-year linebacker, Zayvon Collins out of Tulsa, he's going to need to step up alongside, I think it's third-year Isaiah Simmons, linebacker out of uh, Clemson with a big sophomore season. Um, so, I mean, that's a really good defensive front. Uh, I think, you know, that's going to be what overall leads this team in the first half, and then ideally, you know, the offense will kind of pick up that slack. But it's going to be, a, I think, a highly competitive um division uh this next season um and then you know i do have 
the the reigning Super Bowl champs coming in at, at twelve and five, um, going above their ten and a half game projection. Um, I think you you also had that. So, what what's going to be the difference, and how are the Rams going to get to a point where they can repeat as division champs? All right. So a couple a couple key key guys are you know off the squad. Andrew Whitworth, you know, retired post Super Bowl dub. You know, left tackle. Um, super impressive career. Um, they also dealt, sorry, they dealt Von Miller to the Bills. Yeah, you know what that guy can do um, on defense. But you know they also picked up Bobby Wagner. You know from Seattle. You know definitely past his prime, but yet adding you know an experienced vet to a solid defense is never a bad thing to say the least. Yeah. Um, you know Allen Robinson um, from the Bears. You know a reinforcement. You know a receiving core that already has you know Cooper Cup. Need I say more? Yeah. Uh, Van Jefferson and you know solid guy at Higby at tight end. Um, you know questions surrounding Odell, um, who is a free agent. You know he could definitely sign with the Rams. You know he's uh, coming back, uh, rehabbing from that uh, torn ACL um, in that Super Bowl win um, against the Bengals. So I mean this team, I don't think will be as great. You know as as they were last year. Um, they also don't have Sony Michelle at running back. Um, you know, Cam Akers going to have to step into a big role. Um, but, you know, Daryl Henderson Jr. also in the equation there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? I will say this, though. Matt Stafford is definitely the guy in this division. I, I would definitely rank him over Kyler Murray um, confidently. Um, you know, they have the tools to, to do a repeat. Do they do a repeat, in my opinion? No. Um, hot take, actually. If um, 49ers are clicking with Trey Lance, I think that the uh, 49ers are going to make it further in the postseason than the L.A. Rams. Um, so that's my two cents on it. Um, this Los Angeles Rams team, though, is definitely destined to win 11-12 games this season. I have them coming in first with a 12-5 record. So what do you got, Forbes? Yeah, similarly the the twelve and five record. I mean, they uh, granted they have uh, projected the hardest schedule in the league when you're looking at twenty twenty one records. So, um, in addition to that, yeah, they got to play the the most competitive AFC division in the AFC North uh, throughout the season. Um, in addition to everyone in their own division twice, obviously, but they got just about every player back that they wanted or needed. Uh, there are rumors about Sean McVay leaving potentially to USC or something, but he squashed those. He's back. Aaron Donald contemplated retirement. Then he re-signed with the Rams. Uh, Cooper Cup signed a well-deserved extension after uh, getting the Triple Crown last season. Um, they lost Robert Woods, who they didn't even have in the Super Bowl, tore his ACL. Um, so they went out and signed Allen Robinson, in my opinion, one of the most consistent wide receivers in the league in the past couple of years who's had some of the most consistently bad quarterbacks like he's <laughs> he's consistently had a thousand plus yard seasons with Andy Dalton like terrible guys that he's just been like I'm Blake gonna s- yeah like I'm gonna go out and do my thing and still like get receptions still get yards still beat my eye and still manage to to produce so that that's big for them um uh, before last season, which was the, the Justin Fields season with uh, in Chicago with Allen Robinson, two consecutive 1,000-plus yard seasons, 200 receptions between the two seasons. 
Uh, Van Jefferson, uh, like you mentioned, is back at a, at a, after a, a pretty good breakout playoff and Super Bowl performance last year. He signed uh, veteran linebacker Bobby Wagner, um, former Legion of Boom guy. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, Odell's unsigned right now. He could very well return to the Rams. Uh, honestly, my guess is that he won't. And now that he's got a Super Bowl, my, I think he's going to try and sign the biggest deal that he can. Um, and that won't be with the Rams, who just had to break the bank a little bit with Allen Robinson. So I don't see him coming back, but, yep, they still got Tyler Higby. Defensive side, best cornerback in the game, Jalen Ramsey. So they definitely have a chance to, to repeat this year, definitely have them taking um, NFC West. One of my, I'd say, only concerns, they have an early buy in, in week seven, and I could definitely see them looking for a bit of a, a break later on uh, in the latter half of the season, but they're just going to have to kind of soldier on through that. Um, but no matter what, this Rams team is going to be good. Sean McVay is an incredible coach. He's definitely going to be a really good coach in the league for a long time. Um, and if the Rams can keep him there, then they'll be good for a long time. Um, the Matthew Stafford days, while they're not over yet, I say are probably dwindling so they'll probably have to go out and uh and get a quarterback in the next couple years so but that's that's not the conversation for today definitely definitely confident that that they're going to take this division even though it's going to be really competitive except for the last team that we're going to talk about seattle seahawks (laughs) without danger russ what what are they going to do this year what can they do this year it's it's going to be quite tough for these guys, I mean, if you're looking at the depth chart real quick, they do have Gino at the helm as their guy, um, which is uh, concerning, which, which is not ideal to say the least. Uh, but nevertheless, they have you know they have some studs on this team. They have DJ Metcalf, you know they got Tyler Lockett, Rashad Penny, you know showed promise late last year, you know after Chris Carson went down, um, and now he's um, he's retiring, so he's he's out of the picture. But yeah. you know. He can. He's he's definitely a good pass down back. Um, you know, so there's promise there. You know, they also acquired Speedy Marquise Goodwin, um, from the Bears and Noah Fant from the Broncos. So like, you know, if you're excluding quarterback play, um, they got they got some tools. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's really a question if um, Drew Locke um steps in the picture. I don't. I don't think they're gonna get Jimmy. Um. Because you know, I think Jimmy would would change which change how they shake up. I think I think they're gonna they could win like two three more games with Jimmy. You know, it's tough to give a you know a trusted guy for the most part in um, at the quarterback position to just a division rival. Yeah. Um, you know that is definitely lacking and provides you know free wins, um, two free wins if you will. Um, I think you know. Not like overly wowed um, by this defense. I I don't think that um, they can do much. Um, I'm curious to see um, who they start week one at QB. I'm sure um, the competition is uh, is heating up um, as preseason begins shortly. Um, you know, I like I said, I, I don't really have uh, real expectations for the for this squad. You know, I like Jamal Adams on defense, but, you know, I'm looking at this defense and don't see this team winning more than six games, I'm afraid. Yeah, the uh, 
the New York Giants of uh, this division. Um, yeah, I got them with with four wins, going four and thirteen this season. Uh, yeah, obviously, uh, going from Russell Wilson to Drew Locke is definitely tough for the fans that have been watching him lead their team for the last nine years. Um, yeah, it says right now that Geno Smith is number one in their depth chart. I think that by the time we get to week one, uh, it'll probably be Drew Locke. Granted, I don't think that changes their win total, um, but I do think that uh, he's probably better for them right now. Um, yeah, they lost Chris Carson, retiring after five seasons uh, due to a neck injury he suffered last year. Pretty brutal. Didn't, he, uh, didn't you have like a you know metal plate? And screws kind of put into his neck, um, so. so definitely a good call for him to retire. Um, I think the one good thing is the way that the Seahawks um, released him uh, was some injury clause, so he still gets most of his salary, which is definitely a, a classy move by them. Um, Absolutely. But then, yeah, that leaves their backfield with Rashad Penny, um, rookie Kenneth Walker the um, third, Kenneth Walker the third coming out of. Uh, Michigan State after he had a pretty dominant final season. Um, he's a, a transfer guy, third down back. So, uh, you know, I think he's going to be a definitely a, a give a boost to that offense. Um, Rashad Penny, you know, never played an entire NFL season and hasn't been able to fully put it together yet, in my opinion. Um, you know, they still have DK. Uh, they got Marquise Goodwin. Um, got Tyler Lockett. That those receivers are always going to keep them somewhat in the game, um, but they won't nearly have the same production that they've had in past years with with Russ. Um, so, you know, on the defensive end, they got an all right secondary. Um, you know, that can also keep them in games a little bit. Quandre Diggs, uh, Jamal Adams, Trey Brown. Um, so... And I think that was mostly the highlight of their uh, their team last year as well, especially when um, Russ was injured for a lot of it. So, you know, they're, they're definitely going to struggle this year. Um, they struggled to have a, a good offense last year with Russell Wilson kind of on and off. So I think they're going to struggle even more this season. At the bottom of the NFC West, I think you can hammer the under for this team. What's the uh, line? For wins, it's uh, – oof. I would have to check that one. I got to say the under is is looking pretty good. Um, yeah, the under is minus uh, minus one the uh, one thirty. So at six wins. At six wins, yeah. So yeah, you can slam that one. Definitely slam that. <laughs> you know, won't win that much because Vegas and everyone else is pretty confident. But uh, they're gonna struggle. Um, you know, they're. I I definitely I agree. I'd be surprised if the Niners dealt. Jimmy to a to division rival Seattle Seahawks and also, yeah, make it that much harder to pick up two wins um, this upcoming season that, you know, they're not guaranteed, but they're a lot easier right now with, <laughs> with Drew Locke over Jimmy. So that's, uh, they're going to round out a competitive division kind of at the bottom. Um, but the the real competition will definitely be exciting to see the the Niners and the Cardinals most likely battling out for, for second and the division with a dominant Rams looking to repeat. Um, and uh, that's about all the time we have today. Thanks for tuning in again, and we'll see you next week.